Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. Everything's running smoothly. Yo, yo, yo! Yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell. And this right here, it's your KC Morning Show, baby! Happy hump day, my name's Hartzell, still taking that holiday vacation, but here's the thing about taking a little break. You get a chance to maybe stroll down memory lane. It's my favorite lane of all the lanes, and I was going through some old audio, and I found this one from 2017. I'm over at the buzz still. I think I'm doing Hartzell after dark. Man, 2017, that's incredible. I got a chance to hang out with the Sklar brothers. Set of twins, hella funny. You know them. You've seen them on TV. The Oblongs, always sunny in Philadelphia. They did a cameo on Breaking Bad. Improv. Masters are the Sklar brothers, Randy and Jason Sklar. We talked about absolutely everything. Comedy, politics, music. To this day, one of my favorite interviews of all time. And it's funny because, you know, I think that my interviews are some of the best things that I do. And so going back and hearing, you know, little baby boy Hartzell and broadcasting, it's very funny. I've gotten much better. I like to think that I have gotten much, much better. But this, to date, is still one of my favorites of all time. So, on the show today, myself and the Sklar brothers. And by the way, why my voice sounds the way it does, the night before we went drinking and Jaboy did some drinking. Again, I was a baby. A good day to be a Kansas City and my friends. Conditions always ideal. Back in your feeds tomorrow. My name's Hartzell. We'll see ya in the morning. Bye. Your style is unorthodox, but effective. The KC Morning Show. You're listening to Hartzell After Dark on The Alternative 96.5 The Buzz. Hello, hello. It's Hartzell broadcasting live from the Sporting KC Studios brought to you by Boulevard Brewing Company. Uh, this is going to be real fun. I, I'm very excited for this. I uh, got a chance to meet these dudes last night at the record bar. I'm talking to Jason and Randy Sklar. The I'm Sklar wearing brothers. my record bar t-shirt. Right now. That's oh, yeah. you know. So basically, you haven't Local. showered yet. You haven't showered yet. No. That is a secret that, is that didn't need to come out. <laughs> I mean, we were out late. We were out late last night. We were out late. We were, we were hanging late. out, man. And we and made you come early this morning. So I'm we sorry. Be on your show, man. We're yeah, so we really wanted to, to because we're like, you know, we do this thing. We go around. We do the press. We talk to everybody. But it's rare that you connect with yeah. somebody and you're like, oh, man, we're going to have a real conversation here. This is, this is where I was at last night, okay? So we mm-hmm. had the show, uh, sold out show. Crazy. At the it was awesome. That yeah. venue was fantastic. So pretty I much heard it was amazing. Still, still pretty brand new to be honest. So yeah. You guys got yeah. it. Well, it's still looking real nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in the back enjoying a uh, a just disgustingly lukewarm PBR. Mm-hmm. And Nothing wrong with um, that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm like. I know those guys. And I'm also like, what the hell are these guys doing here right now? Like, what is going on? And I've been a fan for a long time. I hate Thanks, to fanboy. I hate to blow smoke up your ass. But no, you're not. You know, I, we'll some of it. my smoke favorite, away. smoke away, uh, some of my favorite memories of the mid-2000s was me and my twin, as you guys are also Yes. Doing, me and my twin kicking in the living room, turning on ESPN Classic. Cheap and seats. here's Cheap Seats. Well, the beauty of that show, and I love that you bring that up, is that 
what's crazy because i'll tell a story about like that show and how it almost became not what it was but that show was designed to have people being like we're hanging out with you so we would see people after that show was on who loved the show and they felt like they were just hanging out with us because it was just us on the couch talking directly to them and that's what it was in the third season second season second season second season someone can't no i think it was third someone came along at espn and said uh we need to put a, like a 50 person studio audience in there. And we were like, no, no, this is a bad idea because it was what you just said. Yeah. You and your brother hanging yeah, out with me and my brother. It, yep. it was very much like mystery science theater. Yep. A little and bit. We, we knew those guys and, and talked to those guys and said, Hey, we got this show coming out. But our goal when we made that show was if you don't love sports, you can still love the show. Right. If you love sports, you will love the show, right. but you, we wanted to create the kind of show that people were like, I love this show and I love The Daily Show and I love mm-hmm. Arrested Development mm-hmm. and I love Conan and I love those shows. Not I love Cheap Seats and I love Sports Center. Right. We wanted people to be like, because we're comedians, that's what we are first. Right. We love sports, yes. Like, well, how is this thing going to make everybody laugh? Right. And that was kind of what it's I think like, that's, that's tough, though. Like, that's, it's tough. It's a, that's a tough, very niche. I mean, market. except so, but it's, it's tough when you talk about it, mm-hmm. but if you really peel it back and. Because we talk about this about musicians all the time yeah. and, and the music that people make. Randy and I were like, let's make the kind of show that if we didn't know us, we would want to watch and tell people about. Yep. So you think about a guy like, I don't know. I'm sure you do this with this show. Where you're yeah. like, yeah. I want to do the type of show that if I wasn't me, I'd be like, this Driving is my show. Driving around, that's my yeah. show. This is my show. Same exact thing. I mean, I don't want to be that guy that's like, here's a song followed by another song. Enjoy. Like, that's, you know, that's not fun. No, but no. even you in the choices of songs that mm-hmm. you can put on. You're set, you're opening up your playlist yeah. to people saying yeah. this is what I love to listen. But to. I think about musicians like I'm not trying to knock him because I know he's a funny guy. But like, does John Mayer listen to his music or does he listen to other? <laughs> right. I don't know. Right. I, I actually don't because his his comedy tendencies are more indie mm-hmm. and his and his energy when you meet him or you kind of we've met him before they lean towards more indie yeah. and I just. I don't know. I wonder if he would be the kind of guy who listened to his own music. I don't know. I like. I mean, I like to hear myself talk. So I'm yeah. Assuming, so there you go. I'm assuming he's, he's yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe he loves it. it. Maybe he loves it, or maybe he wishes he was doing something different. <laughs> that's a little bit of both. You never know. <laughs> Internally screaming inside. That's right. Yeah. Right. <sighs> exactly. Jason and Randy Sklar, you guys are playing uh, this weekend over yeah. at the, uh, the Improv. Up Love north. Improv. We did a show last night, which was really fun, mm-hmm. and we're just trying to get people out. People it's two tonight, Friday night, two Saturday mm-hmm. night. Um, and it's such a great club. And this is our first time in Kansas City doing a weekend of shows. Yeah. And it's also special. And we were talking about this with you because we do this uh, audio documentary that yeah. we're like trying to get. Yeah. It's going to be on audible.com. Each city will be a chapter and it'll probably be like a six hour long project. I'm so, so we're doing 12 to cities. I cannot wait to hear and that. And Kansas City is going to be one of one the cities. One of the cities. So we sort of set this challenge for us when we go into a comedy club where we're in a weekend where we're like, all right, let's try and write five to 10 mm-hmm. minutes of new material about what is Kansas City experience. It'd be like if a band came to town and was like, we're going to write a song this week. And then we'll play it for you. When we dabble in comedy at all, it's mm-hmm. it's always yeah. a punishment. So yeah. it's like you lost a bet. Go do two minutes of stand up. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I could like. That so is, it terrifies me. It so is I, terrifying. So number one, 
coming and doing a weekend show. Uh, mm-hmm. On top of that, you're still trying to write new material. I mean, I, I couldn't do it. So I we have to go. It. So the, the, the trick is we got to go around and experience. And that's what brought us to the record bar, really. Yeah. We have to experience as much of Kansas City as we as can. As much as you get down with your show and you uh, I'll go back to my hotel. We want to go back to the airport Hilton. We want to like <laughs> right. get out and we want to actually experience it. And that's what we did last night by going to the record bar, which your friend yeah, knows friend the Bob. owners. Yeah, Bob knows Sean and Steven. But he said, go Small find world. them. Find them, and then they will tell you about other stuff. And of then, course, we go to the bar. We meet you. We see other people there. Awesome. Here we go we kick it up, down. Kick it up, awesome. down. Play a little skee ball, which I you gotta, just play joust. I got to apologize. Joust. I tried. Shocking in 2017, and I have no radio pull. Mm-hmm. We tried to go to Tomstown. Tomstown <laughs> closed. I mean, and that was really telling about Kansas City. We're like, it's yeah. Thursday. It's Thursday. You it have was, a group of people at 1130. It was, it was early. They I'm said like they got like little. ten people that want to buy drinks right now. And they, they were like, they were like, we closed at eleven. I was like, a.m. What's <laughs> happening here? I tried. I tried to pull a little. I, you know, I tried to pull that card. It didn't work, fellas. I'm sorry. It's all right though. We went to Uptown, and Uptown was super cool. Super good. Super cool. And we saw way more people there, and a bunch of people were like, "Come yeah. see it." It's like they're like, "I'll come to your shows." Yeah. I'll, and so that's and, who we want, and that's who we want coming out to the show. So, and we just, I mean, literally, we landed at the airport, and we just started writing material, and it is like a women's prison. I was gonna say you're. Yeah. It's a women's prison. It is straight up like cell block H. My yeah, no. The stewardess said as we were walking off the plane, punch the biggest guy you see right away, and don't let anyone make you their bitch. And then she took my shoelaces, which I was like, what? That's right. I saw. I I walked by Starbucks. I saw people working out with free weights. I'm like, what? Free weights in the middle of this thing? And that's just that's just a normal. (laughs) You just want to you just want a good work detail before you get your bags. That's all you want. Please put me on kitchen duty in the library. We oh, had to I'm, climb through a river through of, uh, sewage just to get to our, our feces, to our to Uber. To our <laughs> but you're stronger now because we of are. Water. You're stronger we're now. In de- we're that. in the desert island that is Kansas City <laughs> and enjoying it. It's our city on the hill, man. Dude, I'm, we just drove through Westport area. Yeah. This Westport morning. was cool. cool. Like, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff in Kansas City. So when's the last time you guys were here? So the last time we came was with the comedians of Chelsea. Lately, mm-hmm. we played the, the Main Street. Main Street. Over the Playhouse. Yeah. 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 Power and Light. Yeah. And that was now about eight nine, years ago. Eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, so it was last time wow. we were here. And then the time before that, we were in what, high school? Yeah. So we grew up in St. Louis yeah. and we had friends here. This is why Kansas City, for comedy, it has really deep significance for us. Yeah. So we were in like Jewish youth groups because it was just a way for us to connect with other kids mm-hmm. from other cities and we were from St. Louis. And it ended up being a lot of creative kids who yeah. would do that kind of stuff. People we felt really connected to. Because, you know, we were going to our high school. We were into comedy. Not a lot of people were into comedy. We back were like in comedy the, nerds in the 80s. Okay? Before it was like cool. Before, before, it, was cool. Yeah. before it was cool. Before Netflix. Before there were like a million stand-up YouTube specials. YouTube or anything like you that. Had nothing. So, so we just sought out comedy. We loved it. And then we made some friends in Kansas City. Some kids who were a year younger than us in high school in Kansas City. They went to Shawnee Mission South. Hey, what up, South? What up? And the we Eagles. were... And we uh we like would I remember we went to visit them so like, we'd hop on the train in high school and just yeah. take the train from the Amtrak from St. Louis all the way here they pick and they're us like up. come to school with us today and we're like can we and they're like we'll figure it out and we like came, we came to school I remember we like went to their high school and like we went and delivered the announcements at their <laughs> high school like we literally got <laughs> into it was all com- like they're like wear black socks and like long shorts and just if anyone asks you guys are foreign exchange students and it, it literally was 
It, it was so that funny. Work. Did that work? It worked. It worked. Oh, my God. It worked. We, we made it through the whole day at a Shawnee Mission South. But we used to send each other. Vi- they were vi- they had a, a videotaping business. They would videotape like, tape, like parties and yeah. bar mitzvahs and stuff like that. And so then they would use their, their video camera to shoot like comedy sketches around Kansas City. They would send us a tape like every month. Yeah. We loved it. We would show it to our friends, and then we would make them since we didn't have a video camera an audio tape of audio sketches. We would make up, send over this way, and it was all about who could be making each other creative. Laugh. That's so it was like the beginnings of us wanting to create and write comedy was in born out of Kansas City. So a lot of love for this place. I had no and idea. It's deep in our history. Oh man, it, yeah. it all goes back to Shawnee Mission South. It, it all goes, goes back. It all goes back to the Eagles, man. Thirty fourth and Metcalf, or wherever <laughs> we were. <laughs> I mean, fellas, it's like around the corner you have to go back now yeah we gotta go see if there's a plaque Who went to south? i think sidakis went to shawnee mission south he uh made. it was either was it him what? or paul rudd i can't remember yeah. which one went i think it might have been sidakis i think you're right but Both paul guys rudd that we've met, and paul rudd who did our show cheap seats yep. he was on cheap seats yep. he stone street we've become friends yeah with eric stone street mm-hmm. he's a big kc guy oh yeah and that's what i love too especially about like the kc they love it you take it with you like oh, you know. same with st louis i mean so john exactly You're john ham is a st louis yep. guy worse Mizzou. well a lot of our friends like either went to mizzou or to ku mm-hmm. that was like a big st louis from our high school destination went to college at ku or college at mizzou. so a lot of friends who we haven't seen since high met. school are going to come out this weekend oh, to see right. us do they shows. met their spouses or friend group at ku it, and then they just stayed in, in kansas city kind of like a weird reunion bit of a homecoming yeah, yeah. In, in in some ways and so and and we love it we also love going into a city that we don't know tremendously much about because again we haven't been here we were here for one night nine years ago so to really understand the city and that's why it's so great to know people who are like oh you got to go here yeah. no you got to check this out we're going to go to the negro baseball league museum you know, which i cannot wait you're literally gonna have a blast it's, it is what I, they've done with that place is just it's incredible it's I, absolutely I fear, incredible. They should make white people pee outside there there should yes. be a whites only drinking fountain that should be derogatory yeah you know what i mean that's a like, bad thing that's it you know what i mean like oh you got to go drink out of that yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll I, take it. We, we get we get bottled water. You go out of the drinking fountain. You go out of the drinking fountain. I'm ready to do it. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I endorse all these things. Speak I for mean, your peoples. I speak for the people. I, I'm a, the voice of the voiceless, so I uh, think we should make that work. I love it. And the other thing we totally connected with you on, uh, which I want to talk with you, yeah. is music. Yeah. So what are you listening to now that you're loving, or what's catching up? We played you a song. We played, played you a song that you had not heard. No, it was. You're playing. You're going to start Liz, playing. Lizzo, Lizzo, good as hell. I do my Uh, so good, but we talked a little bit about Whitney and that Love album, Whitney. Light Love Upon the Ray. Lake, man. Like the al- that Light Upon the Lake album mm-hmm. is just, I reach for it and grab it mm-hmm. every single chance I can get and play it because I have a record player. Play it top to bottom, yeah. both sides. Yep. It is phenomenal. Uh, the Bon Iver album that came out last year. Mm-hmm. You were saying you wanted not to like I wanted, it, I, and that's it's the problem, 22 it just, million. It's like, damn, this is good. It's like, so this good. Is good. He, you're like, where's this guy going to go with what he's doing? Is it yeah. just going to be this super emo, mm-hmm. like, just guitar, I'm in the woods in Wisconsin, it like, it's really like wet. Yeah. Right. It's really <laughs> but, wet. But There's he, a lot of wet, wet made, moss around exactly. him. Exactly. He, he evolved it. He made a, a vocal, yeah. like, soundscape. Not sound, but vocally he yep. created that, and he did so many interesting things. Uh, 
cool, soulful, almost like. And he's know, he's such a gospel such melodies. A really cool guy. I know. Yeah. Like, I got a chance to, to work with some of the guys that have worked with him, and yeah. like, and that's the thing too is you know there's always going to be the you know pretentious. I heard him first before he was cool. I call that the uh, I call it the pitchfork audience. You know, and as long as he's a punchline, it means everybody knows who he is. Exactly. So that's a good exactly. thing. It's so it's like, like, it's like you like can't that. tell a joke that people won't yeah. understand. It's like so the reverse Nickelback. That's you know right. Uh, as although as Nickelback, we were at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and we saw the Nickelback exhibit, which is amazing. Uh, which is Wait, just that, that it, no, it's just a. It's in the Nickelback coat room. Nickelback was there. They were in the coat room. They were the at the coat room. Remember, remember that video where people, their own fans were throwing yeah. rocks yes. at Nickelback? They were throwing rocks at Nickelback. Nickelback was not throwing any rock back at them. Threw no rock back at <laughs> them. They are not a good band. I was the guy that took a first date to Nickelback. Oh, I yeah. I did that. I, that, we, we, had, that we had tickets here. Sure, that was your only date. She was like, what? Why is <laughs> Why he taking me I? here? And uh, I hate that I knew every song. Man. Oh, man. Look, it's catchy. It's catchy. Canada his own you Did climbed you, you climbed a nickelback to... mountain to I've show her that. that nickelback mountain top up and over what. it you said we shall overcome together uh <laughs> and that's a phrase that we are not allowed to use at the negro baseball museum nah. uh no the other thing that i've been listening to again because i'm like collecting vinyl and and great records from either the past and whatnot yeah. there are like three albums that i'm going to suggest that are and the music is so good to dig back in the past mm-hmm. so uh I, I got into a couple of solo Graham Nash albums from Crosby, Stills, Nash yeah. Young. He made two albums. They're both incredible. One song for beginners, songs for beginners, and the second one is Wild Tales. Okay. Wild Tales is, again, it is just top to bottom, so brilliant of an album. And I, I don't think I've, I've never heard any of his solo. So I never either. And never he was did. kind of the guy in the band that I liked the least. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, I like Stephen Stills is amazing, mm-hmm. and Crosby is just kind of weird and crazy, yeah. but. His soul, his first solo album is amazing too. Uh, if I can only remember my name, that's an amazing album, the David Crosby album. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, so I listened to that, and then I kind of worked my way into the uh, Graham Nash. It's amazing. It's no, amazing. It. It's smart. It's, it's just great. I, I would say, play the song if you want to play the song. Hey, you looking at the moon? Hey, you looking at the moon, waiting for the stars to give you answers. Yes. The new Ryan Adams album, our buddy helped produce it and play on Do You Still Love Me, that now, ripping guitar solo. I've heard you guys, you guys have mentioned that you guys are Ryan Adams fans before. I can't remember where I yeah. heard you guys oh, say yeah. Big Ryan Adams Big fan. Ryan yeah. Adams fans. I've been thinking about you, baby. But on my mind. And he's, he's an interesting dude. So our friend, like Mike Viola, great singer-songwriter in his own right, uh, he's like his daughter's best friends with. Like This is how good of a friend and how close he is to us. So our kids are his daughter and our other friend's daughter and my daughter, oldest daughter, are all best friends. And they love Hamilton so much. And so Hamilton coming to L.A., I was on the phone trying to get the American Every, Express pre-tickets right. Yep. So our we went and camped out. We like at five in the morning when the tickets went on sale. They're like, you can't get there before six. But we got there at five, got in line uh-huh. with our kids, me and Mike and our my other buddy, Justin, and our three girls. And we sat and camped out and waited for eight hours in line to get Hamilton. We got them. But they're amazing. So I'm yes. just hanging and talking yes. to this guy who I love so much. But he played guitar, that awesome guitar solo on Do You Still Love Me, Babe? Yeah. 
ripping guitar solo. That is my man, oh, Mike man. Viola. Right, and you, so I you love tell him that. Tell from the buzz. I will well, tell him, him that. Hanging out in line at you know getting tickets to Hamilton, or you're yeah. at the record bar, and you know, yeah, and you just does that because I feel like that's that's the cool stuff, right? That like, is that's that the is the great part of doing what we do and being. Kind well, of what, what we don't realize is that, like you, man, we're such big fans of music yeah. that uh, we forget that bands now, especially with podcasts, you know, bands use it. Uh, there's a great line in in the loadout which is uh, Jackson Brown, famous Jackson Brown song where he talks about like finishing up a concert yep. and loading out. And talks about really life on the road. It's, so they talk they about, talk about being, being on the bus. Being on the bus and Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor on the TV. So, okay, so now you're going back to the 70s and they watch comedians. And... With podcasts, when bands go on the road and they have to drive 49 hours, they listen to podcasts. Yeah. So we don't realize that all this content that we're putting out in the world, our stand-up comedy, our two podcasts, Dumb People Town and Scarborough Country, yep. those are being consumed by the indie bands that we feature on our Yeah, team. I mean, we so, reached out to Whitney and they reached out back to us on, on Twitter and we're like, you guys, if you come out, you got to, you know, come and play, and it on, play on the podcast. And they're Pine like, Grove, yes. another Pine Grove, another Langhorn Slim, a we friend heard, of ours. Uh, Pine Grove last night over up down. Oh, yeah. We were playing it on the yeah. Lang oh, yeah. Langhorn Slim is a buddy of ours oh, and man. he's such a Yeah, they're playing so great music at up down. We watched The Undertaker. The the and you were and you knew the match. You knew the match. the match. It's disgusting, man. It's that was disgusting. so good. But, but then we heard like what we heard from uh, Naughty by Nature. Mm -hmm. uh, OPP. OPP. You know. So you go OPP all the way to like MGMT. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know me. Yeah. And so so we in hanging out there. I was like, oh, Kansas City has this, and I'm sure you've tapped into it, which yeah. is really cool. This sort of alt group of folks. counterculture. Yeah, like a counterculture yeah. people who are like, yeah, we're up for consuming great comedy yeah. and great music and great art. Yeah, and it doesn't have everything. Doesn't have to be just surface level. You no, know right. I mean? That's, Go deep. We're the buzz. We have we call it buzz family. It's a real thing, man. Yeah, I believe that. And uh, we're going to get everybody that. out there to show tonight. I love You that. guys, I'm just going to give a little bit of uh, uh, just the resume just so people sure, know what sure. we're talking about. We got Randy and Jason Sklar, I mean, of Cheap Seats mm -hmm. on ESPN, featured all the time. You guys on last night on yeah, at, midnight. at Midnight. last night. The mom's with, episode. With, with our mom. Got to add a DVR. She was so great. It was hilarious. She was hilarious. I mean, by the she, way. She, she nailed she it. Her. She, she brought she it. I mean, she was way older than the other moms, but she, <laughs> she brought it. She held her own. She did, she well. did a great job. Nice. Uh, you guys have done stuff with the Chelsea Lately crew. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, just the list goes on and on. I was going to talk about this last night, sure. but I wanted to save it. Save it. Let's do it. Because, like I said, I've, I, I've been a fan for a long time, but a lot of my buddies, I'm 25, okay. so a lot of my buddies, how they've met you guys for the first time, mm -hmm. season three finale. Oh. Of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my god, that was a blast! I that mean, whole the gang, the gang dances their gang ass dances off. their ass off. So uh, here's a cool story the, about that. Was, was that the, the Q crew, Q crew, Q crew. Fat Michael and Squirrely D. Squirrely D. Yeah. Those are our names that we came up with for these. So guys. okay, so here's a cool story about that. So you know, as twins, you know there aren't a lot of great roles that are written for mm -hmm. twins. Sometimes they write some good ones, and we've done them. But and we've gotten, we've been lucky enough to do a lot of them. But other times, you know, we each got this audition to come in and be a morning DJ. 
who's who's running this dance competition at the bar on It's Always Sunny. And as we were learning the lines, Randy and I were just improvising with each other. We're helping each other learn the scene, but we're going to go in and read against each other. Yeah. And we start improvising, like, what if they were like, because we had an old team. bit in our act about a morning zoo in St. Louis, like KC95, like, and, and we went into this whole thing. We we're going to jam so much Kenny Loggins down your throat. <laughs> you're going to, you know, all that stuff. So like that whole be coughing up Doobie Brothers, right? you know. So that <laughs> KC95, you know, like some stations are going to give you the Counting Crows. We're going to give you this. Na 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 na. All right, so it was just a rip on all that. So we we had those cadences and those rhythms, and we just started improvising. And we're like, this is funnier than what we're doing individually. Let's go in and let's ask the casting director before we either of us read and they get any of us on tape. We said, hey, we have an idea. Can we pitch you like an interesting thing? We didn't change the ins and outs of these lines. We just improvised within them a little bit, and we created this thing called the Q Crew or whatever we are. I love it. And and they're like, we did it, and it's like you know a gamble. But the second you know we've become friends with Charlie Day and and Rob and and, and Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin and, and Glenn because you, you guys have done stuff with Caitlin before. Right? Yes, yeah. Caitlin's come on and done stuff, and with we us. put her in a movie put that we a wrote. Movie thing that we wrote, but she so they're amazing. Love those guys, and they all said that the second we saw you guys on there, we're like, this is it. You yeah. guys are it. And so once we got on the set, though, it was so loose on the set that we started improvising more. So we're like, like, what if one of them's going through a nasty divorce but can't drop the DJ voice? Yes. And they're like, yes yes, 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 yes. Like, I can't tell you the last time I didn't shower with motel soap. Q crew. Sometimes I like to go into the closet and just smell her dresses. Q crew. Being a radio guy. You do. That stick is still a thing, by the way. You nailed it. still a thing. absolutely nailed it. Just the guy, you think like these guys have amazing voices, and what if they were just going through tremendous personal tragedy and they can't drop the DJ voice? By the way, that's mostly real, right? So like, I'm so sad inside. I'm so dead inside. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Q crew. I mean, just the worst things Love you can it. say in that way. So that just was a blast to do, and they were loving it. And here, I mean, it was a huge scene yeah. because you've got all these extras and all these people dancing and like, you Season know. Season finale. So a lot yeah, of yeah. who's yeah. the guy? He comes in in the rickety, exoskeleton. rickety cricket, rickety cricket yeah. comes in in the exoskeleton, and so like there's this sort of hydraulics and uh. a whole thing that's happening. So a lot of moving parts in this thing, and they still allowed us to improvise. Improvise. It's one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. I Thank absolutely you. love. Thank it. you, absolutely and we get it. that a lot, and it's really fun. And you know, I mean, obviously those guys have gone on to do, especially Charlie has gone on to do like yeah. massive, massive things. Um, Caitlin's show, The Mick, is awesome. Oh, yeah. Caitlin is so it, right? good. On so the mic, yeah, we love those guys, and and just love the energy they had. That was another thing that, like, we saw that show on TV, and we said, "How do we get on that show? Yeah. Who are these people? How do we get on this show?" And then we just found a way. Because like, back season three, that was still like it was still kind of a cult following. Yeah, back yep. then. You know, now they're on what season thirteen or whatever. Yeah, it's one of the longest incredible. Ever. It's just been a run. Incredible. So, what do you guys prefer more? Do you guys prefer more of the improv style? Do you like? You guys write yeah. too, right? Yeah, we write as well. And so, I mean, you want to write it in a way that's close to how we kind of talk, but we always love it when it feels... Anytime I see somebody acting 
and it feels very natural yeah. and real. I love that. I yeah. immediately gravitate towards that. So the more natural we can make it, and obviously between the two of us, we can sort of jump off of, it's not like my line, your line, my line. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a crossover yeah. and overlap. So yeah. we really, really enjoy anybody that allows us to do that. We just did a show that's, we're not allowed to say what it is because we signed a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, I but see. TV oh, I show. See. Oh, I see it's it. a TV it. show. Uh, it takes place it, in New Mexico. That's all we're going to say. It takes like place in New that. Mexico. Like you that. can probably figure out what's going on. Yeah, but I'll put that together. It'll be on at the end of this month. We did two episodes of it. And even in that show where there really isn't any riffing, there was a little bit. They allowed us to do a little bit, which I thought was incredible. And so that that experience is just super fun. Any, any work we get, anytime you're on a set yeah. getting to do work, I just am like the happiest person. Yeah. Well, I like, I don't want to keep you guys too long, but it, this is this has been a blast. Thanks, I man. got a, just a few more kids. Yeah. How do you guys yes. work? Uh, kids in the set. How do you? Oh, I mean, just you bring them on the road? No, no we don't do bring the kids on the road. No. It's just too hard because yeah. at night you're just tied up. And I mean, there was like a beautiful, sweet freedom that we had last yeah. night. We're just walking the streets of Kansas City. With, like I don't have to put anyone to sleep. I don't have to like deal with any of this right. garbage. Kids, kids, kids can be tough. Although someone was, who was with us did pee on themselves. Yes, yeah, and so it was reminiscent like of. That's true. No, but I do apologize for that. That's, that's okay. Hey, sorry. I said someone. I was trying to protect you. I was trying to hide. It was dark. I thought I was in the urinal uh no but so we you know for we us you have two kids so that's a lot you're dealing with two personalities it's a lot i always love when like someone has one kid and they complain about how they're like i have a 17 month old kid and so i'm like you're barely a parent my yeah. man if you got one kid you're like you're like a parent like an optometrist is a doctor yeah. you're barely in, a parent in theory it's like you have a dog that talks. And then you get the people who are like, no, nah, I have a dog. It's just like having a kid. No, nope. nope. it is. No, nope. like I love that you think it is. But I'm going to tell you something. If you can tie it up while you go have brunch, it's yeah. not a kid. <laughs> if you if you can leave it with someone who is not a member of your family while you go out of town, it is not a kid. If you can cut off its balls in the communities, like that's a good thing. Yeah. You just did a good thing for the community. Kid. <laughs> it's Although not a for kid. some people, you should be allowed yeah, to do I, that. I agree. That's, for yes. some kids, you have to do that. So yeah, we work in it. I mean, it's what we're dealing with and hopefully hopefully if you don't have kids we'll make it funny enough that you understand what it's about in a way that you don't have to in the same way that we made sports funny for non-sports fans we look at parenting as like something we can tell you about and you can laugh at even if you don't have kids and if you do have kids we try and take what is the human element of it that everybody can relate to and we as people are trying to relate to and so we get a little bit of that there's a little bit of everything in the act so it's uh there's a little something for everyone it's gonna be awesome, man. One, Thanks, man. I got one last, sure. yes. one last thing because I just I, and Hartzell I got, will be there. Oh yeah, I'm coming out. I'm at the nine uh, thirty show. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, and we're gonna go afterwards. Yes, yes. we are. We're at Music Foundation. Yes, yes. last wait. calls at like five forty five. Here we go. Five forty five. That will kill me. That will that will kill me. I won't be making last call, but I will be making first call. Comedy in the age of Trump. Yeah. And even before that, you know, when you got people like Seinfeld who doesn't want to do college shows anymore. Yeah, I know. Rock or Bill Maher who really don't. I mean, I know. That is, well, that's, well, yeah, you're touching you're talking about two different ends of the yeah, spectrum. Yeah. I mean, look, we, uh, Trump is so bad. I mean, I, we made this joke on our special and I'm like nervous. I don't know if I told you, I was like nervous it, on our upcoming special. We just do a joke and I'll, it's going to be out on CISO in September. September 14th. So this is really something that happened in my life and I wanted to reflect it and talk about it. My son said to me from the back of the car, he you know, we're all mad about Trump and I don't hide it and I don't hide it from my son and he picks it up and he, and I explained to him why things are tough. And so one night, one day I was driving in the car and he said, dad, I was like, yeah, he said, I want to kill Trump. And I was like, 
It's nice to have goals, honey. <laughs> like, so literally, even... I couldn't. So that's all. Obviously, I'm not condoning killing the president. <laughs> Don't fire me from my job or send oh, Secret God. Service to my house, dummy. <laughs> but like for me, you know, we put that in the special and it's true. Trump's so bad, he's making me a bad parent. And that's the premise of that bit. And I admit that it's not a great thing to say. But, but it is. We are in such uncharted waters. It just it's, feels different, right? Like, it's hard. It is hard. It's hard not to just be really mad. Yeah. It's hard not to really so just So how do we to- battle it and how do we get through it? You get through it by creating art mm-hmm. and you get through it by voicing and trying to be funny about it. If you can be funny about it, I mean, look, you got dumb people who are getting who are getting their voices heard. Yeah. You got a bunch of Nazis and crappy people like that who are suddenly feeling emboldened that they can do a bunch of things that they couldn't do 4 years ago. Like for us you know, they we're like, we have to be the counter voice and we have to do it in a smart and funny way yeah. that makes people laugh because people are laughing about it. Even if you support him, if you laugh at what we're saying, we've sort of brought everybody together. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of the beauty of what live seeing live comedy is. We are in an age where everyone's on their phone. You'd be at no a concert th- and you can be scrolling through your emails. Yeah, you can't. You'd be at a concert. I love I when people it. like hold I up their it. phone at a concert and they're watching it on their phone. Put the it screen, down. Put, let it be an experience in your brain. Look up and live. That's look right. Up and live. Look up so, and but live. at a comedy show, it's hard to do that. People don't want filming and that doesn't happen mm-hmm. as much. So you have a room full of people collectively listening and then laughing together. It is such a beautiful sound. A room thing. full of people doing one thing together is a beautiful sound. Rare. It's rare in this day and age. So, so we got to do it. But as far as the Seinfeld thing and like not wanting to go there, the sensitivity on the other end of the spectrum, that's hard too. And I understand like you want to be able to be edgy. Yeah. Our point as comedians is to take people outside their comfort zone. And, and sometimes say, we say things in a way to blow out certain attitudes. Yeah. Doesn't mean we espouse those attitudes. It means we're making fun of that stance that's what satire is that's what satire is that's colbert's whole thing on on the on comedy central is he was being more of a bill o'reilly than bill o'reilly was that he was he was lampooning it by going further if you took his thing what he was saying literally Mm -hmm. you'd be like uh, you know someone who is a sensitive oversensitive person who had never seen the show would be like who's this guy and why is he saying these things so you can't yeah exactly so we're i'm very much in the in the frame of mind of like especially if it's for comedy you have and you're a comedian and you're a known comedian you have like we have to push boundaries and make people think about things i'm very excited this has been awesome seriously you guys this is this has been a treat for us treat for us man great to meet you and uh, good luck with this awesome show hey let's party night okay yes thanks guys Going straight to one place, right to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. You're listening to the KC Morning Show.